Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of We Ask Watson. I'm Natasha from Watson Staley and joining me is Peter Watson. Hi Peter. Hi there. Please can you tell the listeners which is most interesting today and why? I can indeed. Um, so um, I thought that the, um, the story about Beijing um, giving the approval for the Hong Kong part of Ant Financial, uh, sorry, Ant Group's uh, $30 billion uh, IPO. I thought that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, one reason why it was interesting is because um, it is, uh, it's massive. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's one thing. So um, it, this eclipses the pre, or the current biggest um, uh, fundraising from an IPO, which was Saudi Aramco of last year, which raised $25 billion. Um, now, you know, I think this is particularly impressive, um, given the fact that, um, you know, our uh, economic circumstances are rather different at the moment than they were last year. So, yeah. um, so I think that's, that's, you know, that's very interesting. Um, the reason, but that's, that's one reason why I think it's interesting. But the other reason why I think it's interesting is it just carries on from what we were saying about um, the potential breakup of big tech um, because um, Ali, so Alibaba um, used, so which is the, you know, the massive um, Chinese e-tailer, it, it started... Um, Ant Group originally, so it was originally called Alipay, and then it went. It, then I think then it was called Ant Financial, and then it became Ant Group. And anyway, basically, um, Alibaba actually spun it out, uh, you know, of its of its own business. And look what it's done. You know, it's absolutely it's absolutely massive already, and it looks like it's going to get even bigger. This IPO is is definitely going to help it um, uh, get get um, get even bigger. So it's possible. So when when I think about that, it it would suggest to me that maybe the Amazons, uh, you know, the Apples, the Amazons of this world, would actually not um, suffer too much actually if they were broken up because. What could happen is you could have, um, I think we were saying about Amazon, say, splitting up into Amazon Logistics, Amazon, Amazon Web Services, Amazon, Amazon Retail or something like that. And actually, um, the, when you spin things out or you separate businesses, um, quite often it's very popular with um, investors because it means that it's easy, easier for them to invest in a specific story or theme. And so I think that this is very, um, it shows that spinning something out of, of your business is, is not necessarily a bad thing and can actually help it to grow more because it means it can um, concentrate more on specific businesses. So I think that that's, that's one of the things anyway, that I, I think it's a, an interesting story and one definitely to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, you've touched on this a bit, but why do you think the IPO is predicted to be so successful? Because I think it will. Um, I think that there's a lot of nationalistic sentiment. I would have thought in China at the moment, because I think that they feel. I think that China will probably feel quite put upon at the moment, especially from America. What with all the you know Huawei bashing and um, and you know TikTok stuff going on at the moment, 
And I mean, here, you know, Ant Group represents a massive, massive Chinese success. And as a result of which, I think that um, they need to, you know, they, that, that they will be very popular. This will be very popular, I would have thought, among retail investors. If I, I'm, I'm presuming that retail investors are allowed to um, invest in this. But if, if, you know, I would have thought that they would. And I th- would have thought that they will very much want to um, invest in a Chinese tech and a very successful Chinese tech company. Plus the fact you've got um, markets that are actually quite good in, in China, mainly on the back of the fact that um, the economy seems to be re- recovering very well um if you believe the figures um and it and i say that that's not that's not catty a catty remark it's just that a lot of observers always are always skeptical about official um government guidance in terms of growth figures and stuff like that but anyway if we take them things at um at uh face value then it looks like china could well be the only major economy to actually grow this year so um so taking that sentiment putting it together with a bit of nationalist sentiment and the them and us attitude and the fact that they everyone's proud of ant um being a major player um that i think that that will those those things together will combine to make it very successful i would have thought thank you peter um do you think it will have any impact on the ipo industry as a whole um yeah i mean i think certainly um for hong kong listings and things like that um, I, I would have thought that it will help because the thing is, when you have an IPO um, from a from an investment banking point of view, so the investment banks will inv- advise on this stuff. Um, they want, a, you know, in an ideal world, they want to price it at a at a point where which they know it's going to go up from there, and ideally it will be a sustained rise rather than a you know a three day rise and a massive crash. Um, so I think that they need to, um, I think that this kind of thing, if it goes, if it goes really well, um, I think it will be, uh, it will help sentiment for other IPOs potentially, because it will mean that, um, you know, if, if a company sees a successful IPO, they will then go, well, we want to do, we want a piece of the action. We want to do the same thing as well, because we want to raise money. So, IPOs, a good IPO will generate more IPOs. And actually, as another point, as a sort of an extra point to that, I would have thought that the fees that the investment banks charge on this IPO will be very low. Um, I don't, again, I don't know, but I'm guessing they'll be very, very, very low compared to normal ones because of the prestige of actually running or being part of this um, will actually help um, investment bankers win more mandates so it's it's um it, yeah it's very very interesting very positive and i think that it will uh, it should help the ipo um, market at least for the for the short to medium term well thanks peter i did think that that story was significant due to the sheer size yeah. um, but i chose a different story today that interested me Yep. Um, I chose Landsec, one of the Britain, mm-hmm. one of Britain's biggest property companies, and the yep. fact they have decided to sell almost a third of its 12.8 billion property portfolio. So yep. within that portfolio, it includes um, the Trinity Shopping Centre in Leeds and mm-hmm. Blue Water in Kent. Yep. And the plan is for over the next four to five years um, to offload some of its hotel 
leisure properties and retail parks and then yep. invest in areas with greater growth prospects mm -hmm. and this includes um, offices retail stores and homes mm -hmm. so i have been following the current trends in the commercial property sector and mm -hmm. that's why this story stood out to me because i was surprised that they were focusing on urban areas when mm -hmm. shopping centers out of town have performed better than those in cities and mm -hmm. this is a result of um things like working from home and click and collect services. Mm. I do understand why Landsec are holding on to offices and expanding this because they have managed to collect 82% of their rental payments from office tenants. And yep. this might be on the basis that they'll look for long-term leases and accept lower rents, such yep. as how others in the industry are doing the same, like WeWork. Um, I think that offices will continue to be needed the next few years. But considering mm -hmm. the growth of e-commerce, I would have thought that they would not focus on urban retail stores. Mm. I think I think you're right there. I mean, I, I do think it is a bit bizarre, this. Um, I mean, the first thing um, which I, I think is bizarre about the whole thing is the fact that they're admitting the fact that they're going to be basically selling shed loads of um, actually shed loads. Not a good, good word for this, but shed loads of property. Billions. Um, you know, yes, exactly. I mean, they're going to they're going to. They're going to the fact that they're announcing that they're going to sell a load of properties would uh, I I think is it makes it open season for um, potential buyers to really knock prices right down. Um, so I think it's a very strange. It seems to me a bit of a strange tactic to do. Plus the fact that you you know they're concentrating. I mean, talk about retail stores and and things. You think well, really? I mean, the hot the. Um, Obviously, the hot uh, area at the moment is um, is warehousing, and yeah. surely you would have thought, well, why don't you try and you know either convert what you've got now, um, you know, why don't you try and convert what you've got now, and um, uh, you, you know, or, or or maybe even invest in that sort of thing because e-commerce is not going to get smaller. If, if anything, it's going to keep growing. So it does sound to me like you're going to need. You're going to need um, you're going to need more warehousing space. So yeah, I think it's it sounds a bit bizarre to me. Um, mm. I think it makes sense that, and it's part of the trend that um, the commercial property companies are going to have to quite drastically change their portfolios as a result of the pandemic. But it's yeah. how they go about this, and I know that it is. They haven't given many details on it, and it's mm. a long term plan. Um, mm. So there is the question of whether it's going to be rolled out like this and how they say. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it does sound strange. Um, but I think um, if they the other the other the other thing, I guess, worth mentioning here is that you do wonder who is going to actually be interested in buying this stuff, because um, I would have thought that there are going to it's going to be a crowded market selling off properties. And they're probably going to have to sell off properties that are good, not the not the rubbish ones. Um, and so, you know, how who's going to buy? Um, I would have thought rivals. There's going to be limited demand from rivals because they've got their own problems. So the only other thing that I can think of is potentially um, sovereign wealth funds. I mean, I would have thought obviously um, private equity could be in there, but you think mate, there's surely there's better stuff they can mm -hmm. buy. Um, whereas maybe sovereign wealth funds might be able to because um, they have been restrict restricted since corona you know the coronavirus outbreak 
by governments bringing in legislation to stop foreigners from buying key assets in things like defence and, and biotech and, and tech. Um, although, of course, we are selling um, arm holdings to, uh, uh, to NVIDIA, but that's another question as well. But, you know, I think generally speaking, um, sort of, uh, I would have thought shopping centres and the odd shopping centre here and there is not really going to be uh, uh, is not going to be classed as a as a key asset. And you know, it they have got those kinds of funds have got quite long investment time horizons, uh, and you'd have thought that, that that will give them a lot of time to turn around. So, you know, it's difficult. I mean, it's you know they they've announced that they're selling loads and. Um, and at a time when people, I would argue, aren't really interested in buying it, so that's even worse. But who knows? I'm, I'm sure they know some. They know a lot that I don't, but it just seems strange to me. Mm. Um, they might be more at risk, as um, I remember you and Emily were talking about last week, and we were about WeWork and saying that mm. um, it doesn't own its buildings, um, but it has long-term leases, and then it sublets. Mm. Whereas, mm. in comparison, Landsec owns um its property mm -hmm. so it yeah. might be in more trouble as a result yeah no fair enough fair enough um yeah i mean i think that's a no that's a very good point well peter it's been great chatting with you um do you have anything else to add about watson staley um yeah i mean it's um just just to say that we are um you might have seen on our social media channels that um we are going to be um changing membership structure um and there's going to be a lot more announcements and things coming out um in in the coming uh in the coming weeks um so hopefully stay tuned stay tuned for that uh and i think that uh, uh you know there'll be there'll be some some uh, continued announcements um as we go forward well wow, sounds so exciting out. Indeed. <laughs> um, anyway, well, thank, thanks very much for your time and, um, and speak again tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Speak to you tomorrow. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.